This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And one day, I'll have you begging begging on your knees for for me. One day, <laughs> we just the- I'll have you crawling like a centipede. Is that words? You mess with me. Uh-huh. You mess with her. Yeah. And I'll make sure you get, get what, what you, you deserve. deserve. But one day, we can't stop now. One day, hey. I'll have you back in on your knees for me. Do you want to know why? Oh. What happened? <laughs> the volume wasn't up. <laughs> Do you want to know why I think the victorious iCarly like Nickelodeon songs are better than the Disney Channel TV show songs? Why? Because the Nickelodeon songs are like more grown up. They're willing to be like, I'll have you on your knees because you cheated on me, bitch. Or what's that other one? Best Friend's Brother? <laughs> that one's like the horniest song I've ever heard. That's fair. And I've heard WAP. I... <laughs> I also feel like the Nickelodeon songs can almost be like, um, they can kind of exist outside of Nickelodeon. You know, Disney songs are always so much about like what is going on in the scene that you like, you know, that they're musical songs. Interesting. Like even Hannah Montana and stuff. I mean, that's probably, that's probably an exception I would say, but still. Okay. Do you know that horrible shake it up song? Shake it up, shake it up. No, not the theme song. Oh. The song from the show or the soundtrack or whatever. I was like, T-T-Y-L-X-O-X. Yeah, I do know that song. I don't think that was in the soundtrack. I think that was just a random song. No, it was definitely on there. Was it? Yeah. It was on Disney Channel. Well, let me be, be, be your BFF because I DK what's coming next. And let me LMA LMAO. LMAO with the rest. So D-D-Y-L-X-O-X. But like, <laughs> if that said LMAO, that's laughing my ass off. And I can't imagine Disney would let that. They definitely did. Wow, I forgot that song existed and it turns out that I actually know a lot of the words. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X. Oh my God, I still have it. Oh, that's right. And they put it with something to dance for. Which is like this elegant, like, yeah. sweeping song. Yeah. Be my BFF, because I DK what's coming next, and let me LMHO. Laugh my hiney off. That's weird. What is LMHO? Bizarre. That's truly, truly bizarre. That is. Are you looking for him? Because I don't want to look for it if you're looking for it. Um, <laughs> what? L-M-H- L-M-H-O meaning. L-M-H-O meaning, oh, laughing my head off. Oh, That's boo. so funny. <laughs> it's like when Disney wouldn't let Ali and AJ do the um. I never watched of... Ali and AJ, so I have no opinions on what you're about to say. Well, then I don't know what you're talking about. Ali and AJ were like signed to Disney Records. 
Oh. And you know Potential Breakup Song? I mean, they were in shows, but not together. Like, it wasn't, like, a thing. Right. You know Potential Breakup Song? Mm, I think maybe you've forced me to listen to it a couple of times. This is the Potential Breakup Song. Our album needs just one. Oh, baby, please, please tell me. No, I don't know it. But did... You played along, you played along, oh, you no, played along. I still didn't that. know it. But did Normally, it re- I would just forget that. Did recently, a couple of years ago, it come at, they come out with an explicit version of that? Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't listened to it, but I do remember. You totally have. About. Oh, no, I think I've like listened to it a couple of times in your car, but I don't know any words or recognize the song in any capacity. That's so embarrassing. Well, or is it embarrassing? No, it's probably it embarrassing is. for me. Um. Anyway, well, welcome to what the fuck is Sorry, we just had a whole discussion there. We did. I, we got distracted by iconic Disney. Um, <laughs> how are you, Madster? Yeah, good. How are you? I'm Nicholas? fine. That's good. Yeah. I read the weirdest fic this week. No. <laughs> I know. It was um it was a Draco and Hermione one, obvious well not obviously, but it was a Hermione. Did yeah. you see Tom Felton's releasing like a memoir? I did see that he was re- I well, I saw he had written a book and that he was releasing it, but I didn't know what it was about or anything like that. And I was kind of like, Oh, I mean I don't know about this. <laughs> and then just left it without addressing it in any capacity. Anyway, and it was a time travel one where they got sent back to the Titanic. It was, what? I know, it was so weird. But it was 250,000 words and the I read it in like key? 24 hours. No. No. Uh, it was They made up how they went back. But there's already a time travel mechanic in the world. Yeah, but... That well, Hermione had access to it somewhere. Yeah, like. but I don't think you can go back... And according to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, she still has access to it. Whack. Well, because she becomes the minister of magic, so she's got a she? access to all the locked up artifacts. Oh, that's so good for her. I love that for her. Would you, do you say Harry Potter and the Cursed Child or Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? Or Cur- you just say nothing. I mean, I've never actually said it out loud because I don't talk about it that much. But I would say cursed. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. But I feel like if you're British, it'd be like Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I don't know how they would pronounce that particular word. Cursed, cursed. Do we know any British people? Apart from me. <laughs> um, no, we don't know any British people. What What was weird about the fic? Just that it was on the Titanic? Oh, yeah, it was just... Did they die? Well, they actually... Yes, they did die on the Titanic, but that was how they got sent back in... Back to the future was, like, their deaths in the past. Back to the future. Was, yeah, how they... And I think it's high. Anyway. But then there was a whole extra, like, 60,000 words of them being back. Oh, at Hogwarts, post-time travel. What? Which was really wild. I didn't mind it because it then was delving into all of their trauma and stuff, which, you know, people usually skip over. They're always like, oh, the main event is over. Moving on. <laughs> well, yeah, but you don't need, you shouldn't have 60,000 words know, it as was, your epilogue. Uh, <laughs> well, there is now one. I've still got one chapter to go. And even though I read most of the fic in 24 hours, it's now taking me a long time to read the epilogue because I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, this is <laughs> this has probably gone on for too long now. <laughs> yeah, anyway... So that was my week. 250,000 words is too many for a day. Uh, not if you're me. Yes, if you're you. No. I mean, I started it during the night and then read it through the next day. So it wasn't just like one day, but it was over a 24-hour period. 
Mm. So technically one day. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen that chick on TikTok who um can speed read and she speed reads? <laughs> <laughs> she does marathons. See no. how, like, how many books she can get through in 12 hours? Whack. Spoiler alert, it's like four. Oh, I don't think I could. I could do two, I reckon. But I don't think I, I definitely, I definitely couldn't do four. It would yeah. also depend on the book and how easy it is to read. It's like Blue's Clues first care cut or something. That would take me 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> really? It would only take me two. <laughs> how embarrassing for you. So true. So true. Oh my God. You could get through so many books in 12 hours. True. Um, did we say welcome to what the fuck is happening? Welcome to what the fuck is happening, the podcast. She's Maddie, I'm Nick. I think we did, and that's why you said, how are you, Maddie? And then I went on that whole oh. diatribe. So how are you, Nick? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, I'm fine. You didn't read any weird Titanic fix this week? No. No, no, I didn't. But I, I read, I did read fic this week, actually. Classic. But not 250,000 word Titanic fix. That's yeah, it was overwhelming. not crazy. <laughs> I'm not a freak. I'm not a freak. <laughs> freaky bitch. <laughs> I mean, the fix were a little freaky, but <laughs> not that freaky. I'm not a freak. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Um, yeah. What the fuck of the week this week? I mean, <laughs> Jesus, they're wrapping up already. What do we do? Elephant of the elephant week. In the room this week. The elephant in the room this week. Oh, is elephant. Like boobies the- are popping. They, yeah, they are really. It's a lot. This is an interesting top to be wearing. I think it's hot. Because it, like, pushes them up. So, yeah. it's. I mean, I also think I look hot, but. <laughs> Luckily, the viewers don't need two hands to watch this. Why? Because they can use one hand to fap. Please don't do that. That would make me really uncomfortable. I don't <laughs> consent to this. <laughs> How would you know? How would they know? <laughs> Um, we have a couple things, I guess, to go through this week. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have a huge amount of news. It's been kind of slow lately. Oh, it's so true. But Fucking... we have a movie to review. Oh. And an album. Oh, so true. Wow. Was that only a week ago? Fuck. Look, Nicholas texted me and said that if I at any point ask, what song is that? He's going to hurt me. Yes. And I just want you to know that I am... 100% can ask it for every song. You're stupid. Because even though I do know like 90% of the words to all of the songs, I don't know which song is which. <laughs> I don't know what the titles are for most of them. So, Is Sorry. that because you listen to them on absolute shuffle like a psycho? Yeah. It is. Ugh, gross. Anyway, okay. Um, You know, every time we start the podcast and we sing, I feel like I'm on one of those like... um. You know those TikTok accounts that are like purposefully bad acapella? No. Like Aussie Girls Choir? We have really Tarkopella. different TikTok you really not, experiences. Do you not know this? No, I don't. Oh, I should find some. Oh my God, this is so exciting. <laughs> Ready? This is what I feel like. Okay. Tarkopella. Tarkopella. That's an interesting, interesting name. I'm going with them because it's the newest one that I've uh, seen. Okay. Okay, this is Bang Bang. Bang bang, you can have fun. Don't know you want. They crack me up. 
They're so funny. I think I actually have seen, not them, but I've seen a couple of that vibe. May as well do the Aussie Girl Choir one. Here's the Aussie Girl Choir. Yeah, these are the ones I've seen. I have to stop playing that because I actually have the music in the background and we will get sued. Say it with me. DCMA'd. Sued by Olivia Rodrigo. Would we though? Because I just feel like we're actually bringing more fame to Olivia Rodrigo. We have that power. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) So, in fact, you're welcome. You're welcome. Ms. Olivia. Should we stay on the music? Music. I mean, we might as well. No, not, not for Harry Styles. For You oh. said earlier you didn't know what song I was singing. And I was singing the iconic song, I'm Afraid, from Girls Forever Season 1. Sarah Bareilles sings a song, writes a song and sings a song. It's called I'm Afraid. And it's got the best lyrics of any song of all time. And <laughs> also perfectly <coughs> represents anxiety. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I'll read you out the lyrics. Okay. Starts off sweet. Does it? Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of heights, afraid of trying. I'm <laughs> afraid I might have been a little stupid <laughs> to write this song. I'm afraid that during high winds, the stop signs will uproot and decapitate me. Jesus. Or that I might thrive under Scientology. See why it's iconic? That is iconic. Um, I'm afraid that after I die, someone will have sex with my dead body and be like, not worth it. I'm afraid. This is the one that gets me. Ready? Okay. I'm afraid I could raise a son who'd get radicalized on Reddit (laughs) or that he'd back to the future and I'll think he's hot. Oh, no. (laughs) It just continues on like that. Iconic. Iconic. It's the best song of all time, and 11 out of 10. That does sound like it's the best song watch of all it. time. Oh, okay. Blah, 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 blah. So everyone watch Girls 5 ever. Mm-hmm. Especially you. It's the stupidest show ever, and it's amazing. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, do you, blah, 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 blah. a couple of weeks ago, I forgot to talk about, we were going to talk about Elizabeth Olsen's Vanity Fair lie detector test. Did you end up watching it? surprise um <laughs> i have like one clip from it that's okay the entire thing's iconic mm-hmm. she just doesn't give a fuck i have oh i've seen like bits and pieces from it so i know would we find any funny plants in your california home oh like pot no Mm-mm. i want to be a stoner i'm an aspiring stoner i'm, I'm trying i just started trying actually it's, um it's it's something that i'm not very good at Okay. Um, I just started trying it again for the first time in like a decade. So I'm a beginner. It's legal in California. What would a beginner weed smoker do? They, um, they, they take a hit, really small one, try not to cough. They wait about 45 minutes, they take another hit, and then it's bedtime. <laughs> That's what I've done now um, three times um, in the last uh, like 10 years. This is definitely the second thing I teach in my cool person school. What is she? Ah. That's is so she funny. The most iconic person ever. She, I love that the question was, do you have any cool plants in your home? And somehow that spiraled into her being like, yes, I am an aspiring drug addict. 
I think she's iconic and cool. She is iconic. I just also feel like she said way more than she needed to. Oh, completely. She's absolutely one of those people who's like, um, who can't stop. Yeah. Overshare her. Yeah. And when you put her on a lie detector test, it's like. Compounds into. (laughs) You know? The clips I've seen are of the person like. Showing her the pic of John Krasinski, and yeah. she's like, I do not know this man. Yeah. <laughs> I've never met him before. Yeah. Very funny. It is iconic. Mm. 11 yeah. out of 10. I feel like, and everyone was like shook by it, and I was like, I feel like you forget that Marvel movies are like. Right? 90% of the time they're acting to nothing. It's true, true. 90% of the time the actors don't even know what's going to happen in the movie. Ugh. So disappointing. You know? Yeah. Do you? Anyway, yeah. this week, Stranger Things 4 came out. Yeah. We started watching season one last night. Oh, I've been watching season one this week. I just finished it last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, it's good. We had a big discussion last night because, <laughs> because we were like, okay, let's watch season four. And I was like, well, I don't really at all remember what happened in season three. So dad was like, okay, let's put on the last episode of season three. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. It starts. Like, we get honestly two seconds in and... Then we pause it to start talking about all the characters. And I don't remember exactly what I was saying, but I said something like, oh, because Eleven does this. And Dad goes, who's Eleven? <laughs> I was like, we need to start from season yeah. one, everybody. <laughs> it's been three years. Yeah. Oh, has it really? It's been a full three years. Wow. I didn't know it had been that long. I knew yeah. it had been a while, but, oh, I guess COVID, that happened. Yeah. So. I mean, it was like a two-year break between seasons one and two. Mm. And then another, yeah, and then another two-year break between two and three. And now it's been three years. Whack. Yeah, well. So who knows if it takes another three years for Stranger Things 5 to come out. Are they doing another one? Yeah, you knew this. Season 5 is the final season. I thought season 4 was the final season. No. That's really devastating. That upsets me. Not devastating. Um, No, watching season 1 again... It is so good. It's really good. Season one was really, really good. Season two was my personal favorite, but that's entirely because of Steve. Um, Season one is like objectively the best season. Yeah. I, I, I think that it's kind of hard to like compare season one to the rest because tonally and everything season one is completely different. Oh, it's like, because it's, let's not, let's not do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because season one is very much a, like, slow burn. Not slow burn, but, like, yeah, a... Yeah, it's like a mystery. A mystery reveal. Yeah. You don't see the, ep- the monster, the Demogorgon, yeah. until episode, like, six, I think. Yeah. We did just see its mouth um, eat Beth. Beth? Beth? Bob. Bob. At, um, off the pool where we just finished season two last night. I mean, episode two. <laughs> Whoops. Have you been having some of Elizabeth Olsen's wacky plans? Oh, I just don't know what I'm saying. I'm sorry, well. Anyway, the only reason I bring up Stranger Things is because oh. season one slaps and also the Netflix, Netflix, Australia and New Zealand's way of advertising this season was to put a giant Burger. Demogorgon pussy oh. on the beach yeah. in Bondi. That was an interesting idea, wasn't it? Well, around the world they put a bunch of like gateways to the upside down. Interesting. It just so happens that the one that Australia got looks like a gigantic. Putsy. Putsy. 
<laughs> yeah. I think the funniest thing about all of that is that you said that Netflix were deleting any tweets that said that. <laughs> Literally, they they had um, – I was following closely because it was the fucking funniest thing ever. Um, <laughs> the Netflix ANZ uh, Twitter posted the first photo of it and, like, <laughs> the first – Comments were like, that's a giant pussy. That's a demogorgon bussy. <laughs> what did Chelsea call it? A demogorgussy? Demogorgussy or something. Um, and they were like deleting them. Iconic. Every time I reloaded it, there was a deleted deleted comment, deleted comment. That's so And then funny. they deleted the whole tweet. No! And changed the angle of the photo. They chose photos of different angles. That's so funny. But it still looked like a pussy, but less so, I guess. I don't know. I'll link one of the social media videos down below because, um, yeah. That's so funny to me because, honest to God, that is 100% something that I would do. I would definitely ship Australia a giant demogorgussy and not realise, and I'd have them tweet photos of it and not realise. But. <laughs> what? No, no, but. Like, Against their will, you would just shit no. them a pussy. Oh no, you know, like the the Netflix. If the Netflix are doing a thing right. all around the world promotion, anyway. My point is, I would completely design that, not realize. But how would nobody else not realize? Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. it's not just one idiot person, i.e., me. It's like that's like that's a whole team of idiot people to not realize. Considering it's the first thing everyone online was like. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I think um, I think Netflix marketing really dropped the ball on that one. Mm. <laughs> also, I find it... Or did they? I mean, we are talking about it. Exactly. Um, I feel like Netflix marketing generally confuses me because they spend so much money marketing their big tentpole shows like Stranger Things and The Witcher and stuff. They spend... Millions, if it's not really true, and everyone hundreds of knows. millions advertising these shows that everyone already knows about and everyone already knows is back. Yeah, but then all the new shows they never advertise. Yeah, it's like, well, how do you expect it to get an audience if you don't advertise it? It's true. And you know what else? What Netflix? Okay, you know how you got the continue watching on Netflix? Yes. If a new season or a new episode of a show you watch comes out and you're already up to date. It doesn't come back up in your continue watching. Doesn't it? No. That's weird. It's fucking... It does on Amazon. It's so stupid. It does on everything else. That's... And it's so dumb that they wouldn't be like, hey, that show you watched is back for another season. Why don't you keep watching it? Yeah. Hmm. Instead, people just go by without even knowing new seasons are out. Hmm. I think that's dumb. That is dumb. Anyway. I'm glad we've had this discussion. Yeah. So, speaking of Netflix releasing movies, we watched a Netflix movie this week. We did watch a Netflix movie this week. We watched a movie called A Perfect Pairing, starring Victoria Justice of Victorious, begging on your knees. <laughs> I did think that's where that was going earlier. Oh, I didn't even put two and two together. <laughs> um, yeah, I know we usually do our movie reviews later in the um, in the in the episode, but that was a good segue. So you're a good segue. Um, and it's Thank about you. it is a. Low budget movie. <laughs> that's so funny that you described it as that. I mean, he's right, but that's so funny. I mean, that wasn't a read. That was just the objective truth. Uh, it felt like a read. Uh, a perfect pairing starring Victoria Justice and yes. Adam 
Dem- Demos? Dem- Demos. Demos. Um, it's basically a, a, like Who a, came to fame through sex life with a gigantic, pu- I was going to say pussy. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> no, the gigantic dick. <gasps> Wait. Did we just find the perfect pairing? Oh, my God. The giant Stranger Things pussy. <laughs> the giant sex life pussy. <laughs> uh, penis. <laughs> I think we did. Title of app. What? That? <laughs> All of that whole sentence. <laughs> I think we'll get absolutely taken down. Um, uh, no, this movie is a romance movie, I guess. Yeah, like objectively, that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> but they didn't do a very, they didn't pull it off very well. It's basically about a wine importer exporter lady um, mm. who has a shitty job. Like it's actually an objectively good job, um, but she quits her job because someone steals her idea and she has a meltdown and she has a shitty boss. Yeah, uh, and then she goes to New Zealand, no, um, Australia. Australia, to try and. Steal an account from. She starts her own business and tries to steal an account from the old place she worked at. Right? Yeah, I mean they didn't have it yet, but kind of. Yeah, and they then, like yeah. When she gets there, she has to convince the winery owner, who's a woman, mm-hmm. Hazel, that she's willing to work for it and put in the effort yeah. to get this account so that she can really get her business up and going. Yes. Um, and Hazel's like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> And then the guy, what I don't remember his name. In the movie? Yeah. Mr. Love Interest comes up. Oh, fuck. Um, what is it? And he's like runs the farm part of the winery, which I guess it's mostly actually farm and sheep shearing and stuff. I don't really know. Well, I think the winery was on like a separate property. To be I know. Honest. So why was... Anyway. Sorry. Anyway, she um ends up agreeing to work there for a couple of weeks for some reason. For some reason, they let her... Uh, and then, you know, it goes from, like, forced friends to lovers, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's very much a fanfic movie. It is, but bad. It is, but bad. But also good. Max. What's his name? Max. I enjoyed it. If there'd been a sex scene, I would have enjoyed it way more. Literally, they spend the entire fucking too long movie... Getting to this love and love stuff, and then they finally kiss, and then they finally have sex, and it cuts away. Yeah, well, we don't even know if they had sex. There was absolutely, I mean, assumedly they did, but there was not even any undressing. They just kissed yeah. for like two seconds, and then it cut away, yeah. Which is dumb. It was dumb. I mean, there wasn't even any swear words in this movie, so I don't know why I expected a sex scene, but... Well, I just feel like, I mean, I know what Netflix is doing. They're trying to cater to a general audience, but like, objectively, no one else is watching this only yeah. people who like romance and these days when people like romance they expect sex so <laughs> well they do <laughs> so no you're not wrong put it in make everyone happy this movie would have been so much better if there had been graphic no it'd <laughs> been some kind of no, actual resolution to the tension and we know at least one of the stars wasn't afraid to get new exactly so true <laughs> So true. Um, did you think that the two leads had zero chemistry? I thought they had minimal chemistry, yes. And this yeah. is obviously exemplified by the fact that I thought... Oh, wait. Spoiler alert. 
I mean, if you're going to watch the movie. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's the most cliche movie ever, so yeah. I don't know if it can be spoiled. Well, I was shocked at this plot twist, so technically I guess it could be spoiled. Anyway, it's revealed that Hazel and Max are brother and sister about three fucking quarters of yeah, the way through the film. Yeah, he's actually rich and is in charge of the winery, basically. <sighs> anyway, I, for the whole film, it was very obvious that there had been, like, something going on there, but I thought for the whole film they were, like, ex-lovers. Yeah. But for the first half of the movie, before you find out that they're siblings, yep. there's, like, this tension between them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, they're ex-lovers. Or yeah. they're currently, she's got a boyfriend over there, but they're cheating. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that would have made it way more interesting. And then, no, it turns out that they're the actually siblings. siblings. <laughs> Which was awkward, awkward to learn. Awkward to find out. Because <laughs> yeah. um, he had more chemistry with his sister than he did with Victoria Justice. Yes. And um, she had more chemistry with the chef at the very beginning. They had, like, good banter. They did have good banter. You're right. I was going to say I feel like it's Victoria Justice's fault, but that's true. Yeah, look, Victoria Justice seems to get cast in comedic roles, mm. but I don't necessarily think she has the comedic timing. No, she's not very funny. To pull it off. Like, Just in Victoria's, who is the weakest comedically? Oh, her. Her. Yeah. So, For like, sure. I don't know why she's typecast as comedy. But um, I'm yet to see her have chemistry with an on-screen partner. So true. Right? Yeah, that's really that's really true. Like, if it wasn't for... I mean, I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff, but, like, thinking back to the things I have seen her in, you're right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so the movie was weird. I, I mean, I honestly, I would watch it again. Like, I don't know why, but um, I would. Okay. <laughs> it was stupid. S- well, the... Looks-wise and aesthetic-wise and cinematography-wise, it confused me because there were some shots that were, like, looked like they were shot on an iPhone. <laughs> and there were some shots that were, like, these sweeping, beautiful landscape shots. Panoramic. Proper like, stock footage. <laughs> well, no, even shots of them, like, out in the bush. Yeah, were, like, that's beautiful. Yep. But I'm like, why, why wasn't it well-staged the entire time? I always think it's really funny... When they do these movies that are about like, oh my God, it's so hard to live on a sheep farm in Australia. And then they make it like a thousand times easier than the reality, you know? Yeah. I just objectively think that's so weird about movies about Australia. It's so common that everyone's like, oh my God, it's so difficult to live in Australia. Oh my God, sheep farming this is so hard. And then it's actually <laughs> like, yeah, completely the ideal version of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think I follow. Um, well, sheep farming's way harder. The grass isn't mown like that. Just as an example. <laughs> but they have like a whole staff. Yeah, it would not. That property would not look as good as it does. Also, the oh, fact okay. that he was like, I made Gosh. Waratah profitable and that's how I invested in Hazel's thing. I was like, that sheep farming. Not that profitable. No. No, Especially if they're just, like, shearing them. Exactly. Because it's it's implied that the only reason they kill the sheep is to eat them. Yeah. Themselves, not to sell the meat. It's true. So it's like... And there were also only, like, three sheeps. No, there wasn't. There was a lot. There was a few. But there wasn't that many. Like, we never saw any out in the wild. Wild sheep? Yeah. Is that a thing? Sure. They let the sheep out in their property. That's how they, they... Can sheep survive in the wild? It's not the wild, wild, but yeah, that's, they go out. That's how they, they live for most of the time until they need to, they then they round them up to shear them. 
and then they let them back I'm out. I'm talking about in real life. Yeah, if they were I, out in the wild, sure. wild. No. Oh well, I mean, yeah, there are sheep out in the wild, wild, but then they would be owned by a farm. Wild. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know when she she starts her own business. Yeah. And she like, I think she shows her dad like the logo. Mm-hmm. And she's like, is it good? And he's like, it's amazing. I'm like, it's not amazing. This logo, you can't read. It's like Salud Wines or something. Yeah. And you can't read it. The font is horrible. I, this is so funny because you and I, like, really nitpick little details. But they're always completely different details. You're well, like, I mean, the logo sucks. I'm like, I didn't even notice. I'm like, the font was the horrible. sheep farm is too well kept. And you're like, I, do sheep live in the wild? <laughs> One of us is a city slicker and one of us is a farm girl, so. Uh, Funny. Also the fact that they wrote in that she has a divorce. I know, that was wild. It was What was that backstory? There was literally no point to her being divorced already. It's so true. So true. Except that the ex taught her how to ride a motorbike, but honestly they didn't need to be married for that. And the stunt double was iconic. It was. Oh, my God, that scene. Uh, uh, yeah. Also, do you think they refunded her for her Airbnb cottage? I would hope so. I would too because she got there and she agreed to work for them. And then she was like, can I just drop my stuff off at the cottage that I rented? And they were like, no, you're sleeping with everyone else. Yeah. You're working here now. And she was like, oh, okay. And I would have been like, um. Give me our fucking money back then. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> You know that line? No. The Law and Order one? No. Where it's the the little girl beating up the doll? No. Give me your fucking money! No? No. Oh, well, that's. I would have been really mad if I didn't get my refund. Me too. Me too. I also would have expected to stay in there the first two nights after that massive flight. And then they all got... Oh, anyway. I'm taking it on too personally. Do you know that one? No, I don't know. Oh, that's that one, one of my favourites of all time. Iconic. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> Truly iconic. Um, do that you get the vibe that the actress who plays played Hazel, the boss, the big boss mm-hmm. bitch, she like gave like dominant in bed vibes? Did she? Yeah, I thought she was like hot. <laughs> she was. She was hot. I will agree with that. Mostly, she was giving me I don't want to be in this movie vibes. True. All of the Australians were. Yeah, so true. Can we also talk about the fact that it was so obviously entirely filmed in Australia and they couldn't find any American actors to be the American people? Yeah. So they hired that New Zealand guy to play her boss and he had the most horrific accent of all time. And he was playing like a caricature of a bad boss. It was wild. Oh, no, he's Australian. He's Australian or Kiwi. No, he is Australian. I was reading about this because I was like, I recognise him. I this remember is... watching him in... Um, H2O, Just Add Water. H2O and also The He's, Seeker. He is Australian because I looked I looked him up. He's from here He's from here in Brisbane. Yeah. He's so. iconic in Australian stuff, but in this, the accent was not it. It was so wild. <laughs> the only ones that I think were actually American were probably Victoria Justice yes. and The Chick Who Steals Her Idea. I would agree with that. Also, at the end of the movie, you find out that she hires the bitch who stole her idea for her <laughs> own business. There was absolutely no lead up to that. That it was wasn't. so fucking funny. They literally funny. They have a conversation and the bitch who was a trader goes, 
um, I hope I'm you can sorry. forgive me. Yeah. And Victoria just goes, no. She's like, I can, we can be chill, but I don't forgive you. And then it cuts to a month later and they're working together. It's really. And it's like, what? That was, that's true. That did happen. What the even heck? Did it feel like Adam Demos was giving nothing? Yeah. Sure. Zero percent. He's absolutely zero. He was like, I'm here because they're giving me a lot of money. And that's a it. A lot. Uh, well, who knows? He's been in quite a few Netflix things, so. Anyway, you didn't tell me there were snakes in this. Oh, sorry. Two. I think there was two snakes in this. There was. I can think of two scenes in which there were snakes. And I hate you for not telling me. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't think that. You should have given me timestamps. I will next time do that. <laughs> the brown snake scene was so fucking funny. <laughs> when he, like, picked her up bridal style, I was like, oh, God. They're picking the wrong cliches here. T. Um, Bad. Did you... Did you, did you, did you, what was the moment that you said, oh, this movie's stupid? For me, it was when she got introduced to all of her cabin mates and one of them was called Breeze. <laughs> um, I would probably say. The same moment. Yeah. Breeze was a stupid fucking name. It was a stupid name. No, I would probably say it was her meltdown when she quit. Oh, that was funny too. You <laughs> ever imagine calling your child Breeze? No. And you wouldn't call your child Breeze because you didn't. You shouldn't want your child to be bullied. <laughs> yeah. But if fun fact, fun fact, mm-hmm. this is a tip, parenting tip. Mm-hmm. If you do want your child to be bullied, you call them Breeze. Call them Breeze. Yeah, well, Breeze ended up being a bully, didn't she? Only for like 20 minutes. Well, that's enough for me. And they were bestie, and she was like, here are my shoes. Oh, so true. That's so nice. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I'm having a hard time. Talking. (laughs) Accepting the fact that you loved this movie. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It was just stupid. I liked it. Why Why did she find, when she was trying Vegemite, mm. she's like, hmm, this is nice. What it's, what's it made out of? And he goes, uh, yeast. Mm-hmm. And she goes, ew, that's disgusting, and puts it back down. Right. Why is yeast gross? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. You eat it in bread. <gasps> yeah. So why was she so disgusted by it being made out of yeast? I assumed it was because it was like, because it was like brewer's leftover yeast or something. I don't fucking know. And I assumed that was because she knows wines and so knew that that meant it was really gross. Well, that's, that's what I was getting from it. But I also... I don't think you were getting the right thing. I think this was just not made for Australian audiences. Yeah, that's probably true as well. I mean, Vegemite's fucking disgusting though, so... Tea. Wait, what? So, what? What would you rate it out of five? I mean, ten. <laughs> five. I'd rate it a three, maybe a two. Really? Oh, I've seen way worse Netflix romance movies. So. My review would read: two stars, three stars. It was a movie, <laughs> and it had scenes and actors. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> Would recommend, no. <laughs> um, 
Watch for a laugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was it was not for Australian culture. Anyway, if 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 you could pick like a, a fanfic trope to base a movie on, what would it be? <sighs> enemies to lovers. I would also do enemies to lovers because that's an iconic trope. It's an iconic trope, and you don't see it done very well. No. I feel like and you know what it movies? also means. What it means there's going to be a hot sex scene where they hate fuck. So true. Oh god. You know. Yeah. Enemies to lovers can be fucking fantastic, but it's not often done very well in mainstream cinema. So we should write it. <gasps> I mean, love it. I mean, love it? Yep. Go off. That can be the title. It's a bad title. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, that was definitely a film. It was a, definitely a film. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple more pop culture things to talk about before we quickly do a review of Harry's house. <gasps> because, by the way, we're doing a review of Harry's house. Yes, track that is track, coming. Obviously. Brief reviews. Yes. Um, did you see <laughs> that Liam Payne's own fans? No. Oh, no. You didn't? No, I didn't see. This is fucking iconic. <laughs> this is cinema. This is Art, are you ready? Okay. Liam Payne's own fans <laughs> outed him as a cheater. <laughs> oh, dear. Who did he cheat on? His fiance. Is he engaged? He's engaged to a model and he cheated on her. And get this. This, okay. is, is, this this is not the mother of his kid, right? Uh, no, that's the chick from The X Factor who's like 30 years older than him. Right, okay. Um... This is so iconic. This, oh, I love this so much. Okay, so um, he was out partying and there was all these photos going around on social media and his fans were like, that's so cute. He's like hu- like touching up and macking on his wife, his um, fiancé at this club and all that. We'll post the pictures and be like relationship goals and stuff. And so they're posting these pictures on Instagram, the fan accounts, and tagging him and the fiancé. And the fiancé has to comment on the fan accounts and say, can you please stop tagging me in this? That isn't me, and this was a shitty way to find out that my fiancé's been unfaithful. How iconic. Oh, my God. The fans said, we're accidentally going to be our own downfall. I would... I. That's not their fault at all, in my opinion. Unless they knew. Well, the thing that gets me is that the fans were trying to, like, make excuses for him. And I was like, you don't even know what's happening. Oh, dear. Show me the photos. I don't even really have them. But um, I I took some screenshots of tweets. Okay. That I found wild. (laughs) Okay. Um, So Stan accounts on Twitter for Liam Payne. Okay. Were, like, rationalizing. Mm. And this one named Aaron. (laughs) was saying, my heart hurts for Liam. Oh, no. He needs a new team. He needs to surround himself with loved ones. He needs to stop these clubs and B-Day party performances. His Insta posts are odd. He's deaf not sober, and I don't want to know who the hell this chick is, but I will protect him at all costs. And then someone, like, quote retweeted it and said, Liam Payne shamelessly cheating on his fiance and his fiance, stuff like this, is something so crazy to me. And I fully agree. Your faves can be problematic sometimes. 
and you don't always have to defend your faves if they do something shitty. Wow. Mm. Do you agree? I do agree. I mean, I feel like both things are true at once because 100% like it is sad that he's not sober anymore because he did admit to being an alcoholic when he was in One Direction. So it's kind of like, oh, that's unfortunate that he's not sober anymore. But it's also like, but he's done something really shitty and that's not the alcohol's fault. Like that's, he's probably just doing something real shitty. You don't need to excuse it, you know. So both of those things can be true at once, <laughs> in my opinion. Yes, not you. Absolutely. Taking the wrong side. No, um, he's done the wrong also, thing. No one I should be defending him. By this tweet, that um, Liam Payne's fiance finding out her man is cheating on her through fan accounts is just so nasty. I feel so bad for her. And the yeah. fact that she's seven years younger than him she. and he started dating her when she was 17. Oop! That man is going straight to hell. <laughs> that, oop, that, oop, Liam. What? Uh, hmm. There's a lot to unpack there. Um, there is a lot to unpack there. Whack. Wow. Well, hmm. again. Again? Don't need to defend that. No. That's just shitty behavior. So, yeah, I don't know. I just found this entire thing hilarious. I, oh, I really, I, but I, I genuinely, I mean, unless those people posting on the fan pages did actually know that that's not his fiance and they were being malicious in tagging her, I don't feel like it's their fault. It's, it's, that's, oh, no, it's not the fans' fault. They didn't cheat on their fiance. No, absolutely. It's not the fans' fault. No. I just find it ironic and hilarious that these Stan accounts. Oh, sure who so viciously attack anyone who slightly criticises their faves were the ones who caused all this drama. That's so true. I find that hashtag hilarious. That okay, is, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> the Time Traveler's Wife yeah. HBO show has started airing. Has it? Yeah. So this is meant to be a more faithful adaption than the movie was of the book. Right. And it stars Rose Leslie okay. and Theo James. Oh, I love him. It went viral this week for one scene. Oh no! And I'm gonna let you play I'm it. I'm scared. You can't. It's explicit, so you can't show the camera. So I'm gonna give you my phone, and you're gonna watch it like that. Okay. But you're gonna make the audio be on yeah. there. Okay. Okay. So just press play. I'm scared. What the fuck? <laughs> I would you have sex with yourself? <laughs> that was my question. So <laughs> I think we've actually talked about this on the pod before. For the listeners, in the Time Traveler's Wife, uh, in the book, which I had to read for uni, uh, in the book, there's a scene where so the main character Henry can't control where he goes. Right, it just happens. Um, and in this point in time he's a teenager like mm-hmm. 16 or something and he accident and he gets time traveled back i don't know like a year or something and his first thought is i know i'm going to go see my past self and i'm going to blow him <laughs> give him a blow job did that actually happen in the book 
In the book, it was not. It was more implied it was more of a handy. Oh, but he did go back for... He did go back to uh, pleasure himself, but it didn't say specifically what. Right. Uh, whereas in the show, they very explicitly make it him blowing himself. That's so fucking funny. Which is a lot. That is a lot. Was it the time traveller that was doing the blowing or was he the recipient? I believe it was the time traveller doing the blowing. Right. Because then technically he still had a, got a blowjob. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Not the blowjob paradox. (laughs) Um, So in the scene, yeah, he's blowing himself and he gets caught by his dad and that's how his dad finds out that he's a time traveller. Right. I mean, that's... Do you think it's a little homo? Or do you think they said he said to himself no homo? Do you even have to? Is it just masturbation? Or is it still a little gay to have a wiener in your mouth? I think that there was a second person which makes it gay. You are so ready to have a thesis ready on this. I am. (laughs) Give me 10,000 words and 24 (laughs) hours, I'll get back to you. Well, I'm thinking, like, if it's, like, I mean, I know that this is physically impossible, but if it's a dude doing it to himself, <laughs> that's, would like, like actually physically, like, bending down and doing it to himself, I would count that as masturbation. But because there's a second person there, so even though technically it's the same mouth, there's a second person, I would count that as two people, it's gay. <laughs> it's not masturbation. I think it's both. Oh, that's true. I think both are true at once. I think it's accurate. I think it's a little fruity. <laughs> it's a little fruity to suck another wiener. <laughs> Potentially repeatedly. Why? If, like if, if I'm assuming this isn't the one time he's done it in his life. Um <laughs> would we hate to see Theo James blow himself? No. <laughs> we wouldn't hate that. Do we want this to continue on? Yes, we do. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think, I don't think it's gay. I don't, to be completely fair, I don't think it's in real life gay to have sex with someone of the same gender one time or two times if you're experimenting. No, I don't think that makes you gay. But it's a little fruity. Yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, if you're actively saying, I want to blow that penis, even if it's your own. (laughs) Mm. a little fruity right yeah i don't actually i don't know if i could have sex with myself entirely because (gasps) well my question was would you have sex with yourself well i don't know because i just feel like i'd feel very uncomfortable looking down and seeing my own face well you wouldn't you'd be looking down and seeing your own puss okay (laughs) it would be (laughs) it wouldn't be face to face but it would be lip to lip (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. Well, I mean... It, I'd have sex with myself. I think I just get too freaked out. I, I think, think te- I get too in my own head about it. Like, yes, it would be good because it's like, wow, we both know what we want. Like, this is let's one-way ticket to pleasure. <laughs> but, I mean, also, it's your own little dirty secret. Yeah, I guess. If you can trust know, anyone just... with a secret, can you keep it? It's yourself. Can I, though? Imagine if the show Pretty Little Lies was actually about this. Well, Aria goes back way in time and show. gives herself head and then <laughs> has to <laughs> keep a secret for the entire show. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
Yeah, I think I just see my own face and be like, this is too much. Interesting. Mm. I think Mm -hmm. that people find it weird because Mm -hmm. the main discourse on Twitter seemed to be, is this masturbation or incest? It's not incest. It's literally not incest. It can't be incest. Right? No, I don't think so. Because... Not Your a family member. Away, so. They are you. <laughs> I mean, that aside, they're you. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not a family member. They're you. I agree. It doesn't. No, it's not incest. It's closer to masturbation. Yes. I think the real comparison shouldn't be: is it incest or masturbation? It should be: is it masturbation or gay? Or gay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, both. Both. <laughs> Wow, I'm so glad that we've settled this once and for all. We said that we're the definitive word on the subject. Exactly. I'm not going. I also think it's so funny because I would assume that the people who are crying incest, that is a weird sentence to say, are all people who are um, like upset by it and are like, this shouldn't be shown or whatever. Yeah. And like, I just don't think you need to be concerned about people fantasizing about having sex with themselves. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not it's yeah, it's not going to happen. So unless maybe we can just let that one go. Unless it's the time traveler's wife or back to the future. In which case you make your own fucking rules. <laughs> yeah, and frankly there's more pressing matters about the time traveler's wife. Like for the first time that they meet because it's a love story about Yeah. you know what they're meeting at different yeah. points in time but the in love the first time they meet he's like 30 something and she's like 12. Hmm. Interesting. Just a choice. Um, anyway, on the same topic as the time traveler's wife, but not, I've continued to watch Doctor Who. <laughs> I stopped after season one a couple months ago. Okay. Rewatch, this is my rewatch for like yeah. the third time. I haven't watched it in six years, mm-hmm. five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm on season two, which is David Tennant's run. Right. Um, and there's an episode in season two that came out in, I think, 2006 mm-hmm. that was inspired by the book, The Time Traveler's Wife. Right. Um, and it's about the doctor meeting this French princess, I guess, in the 1700s mm-hmm. throughout her life. And truly, at the end of the episode, I cried. Oh. I forgot how good this show is at telling genuinely emotional stories in ridiculous settings. Iconic. Like, the plot of the episode is literally that there's these clockwork robots Uh that have, like, you know, um, clocks in their head, basically. Like, that's what the gears, the mechanics are all that. Right. Um, Are stalking this French woman throughout her life in different periods Uh because there's a spaceship with different time portal things. Uh Anyway... Between all that, it tells a really beautiful story and, and broke my heart at the end. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready. Emotionally. Emotionally to rewatch this show because I forgot how fucking emotion, emotionally um, impactful it can be. Mm. Like there's an episode where one of the companions leave that uh, I remember. Uh-huh. And I'm not ready for it. Oh. Uh. Anyway, you should watch the show. You would fucking love it. 
I really would. You just talking about it now has just reminded me that I said I was going to watch it last time we talked about did it. Did you? No, I didn't. No, did I you say you were going to watch it? Yeah, I did. Oh. I do intend to. I just completely forgot it existed. Yeah, you just have to, for the first four seasons, the CGI is a bit... Um, oh, <laughs> that's right. The CGI is a bit whack, but frankly, it came out in 2005. Yeah, it doesn't really bother me. And the CGI is on par with Once Upon a Time, which came out six years after that. Mm. Yeah, after that, I just, I have very low expectations for CGI in TV shows in general, but after Once Upon a Time, it's like, it just can't be worse. Yeah, and like, so. it, to their credit, they're both fantasy shows in yeah. fantastical settings, so yeah. it's like, my level of su- stu- suspense, suspense, yeah. disbelief, level of, yeah, my level of suspense. I can't think of the word. I can only think of verisimilitude. Anyway, so yeah, 11 out of 10, Doctor Who's fucking emotional. Okay. And that's that on that. Where were you watching it? Huh? Where are you watching it? Um, It's all on Stan. <gasps> okay. And the Stan. best part about it being on Stan is that they've organized it. So every, between each season, there's a Christmas special. Oh. Many a times it's a really big event episode where mm. it's regeneration, all this stuff happens. Um, But they've ordered them correctly and... <gasps> The Christmas specials and specials are tagged onto their seasons, Aww. so you don't have to worry about clicking out and clicking in to different oh, episodes, which is really good. Um, okay, good. I'll watch that. Okay, good. I think let's quickly review Harry's house. Yes, I agree. Chelsea's going to be here soon because then we have to do a. You're such a baby. Challenge. What? I don't want Chelsea to wait. She's not here. But she will be. Okay, Harry's House, Harry Styles' new album. Mm. 12 songs, 13 songs, 42 minutes. Is that it? Fuck, it's not very long, is it? No. I don't mind that, though. Anyway, I have a track-by-track breakdown. Whack. For myself. <laughs> um, what do you think overall of the album? I like it a lot more than, frankly, both of these first two albums. I... Agree. I feel like it's the best and most cohesive album of all of his, but I would say that like in terms it in terms of each individual song, like I think that there are better individual songs on the other albums. I think there's but not overall. What's his first album called? Harry Styles by yeah. Harry Styles. Um I think there's individually better written songs on Harry yeah. Styles. Yeah. And there are a couple of really good songs even on Fine Line, but not there are. many, just a couple. But I think this one is consistently yeah. good. Yes, And I, I agree. think that you're right, it's very cohesive, but it's also quite um, diverse. diverse in song yeah. type. Yeah, I agree. Which is something that I personally love in an album. Yeah, same, same. Um, when an album's too same, same, I get bored. Yeah, it, I actually find it very, found it very impressive that like tonally it's the same type of music, but each song is still very distinct. I like it. I don't even know that I would say tonally. So I think it's got a couple songs that are a lot more pop than previous work of his. Um, that's fair. So I'm so, I, so I'm probably more thinking about like the type of like instruments oh, that yeah, are in okay, it. That's fair. You know, like there's a lot of synth through the whole album. Yeah, it's very disco-y. Yeah, very. It's at give, it gives me like um, a real like seventies vibe, just like a real chill. I would die for a Harry album. Styles new wave album. <laughs> that would be everything. <laughs> 80s style synthy. Yeah, live. that would um, be pretty iconic. I also find it wild that Apple Music and stuff uh, categorize him as pop. I would say more like alt This pop is like alt rock. Or pop rock. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Cute. Okay, first song is music for a sushi restaurant. You know, I actually did not like this song at first, but I've really grown to 
really, really vibe with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the title's horrific, but... Oh, so bad. I really like the song. I think as an intro, it's like, it tells you immediately this song's gonna, this album's gonna be... Whack. Different. Yeah. And funky and weird. I agree. Compared to the first two. Yeah. Um, it is also a bop. It gives Glee vibes. That's fair. It gives Target ad vibes. It does give that. Have you seen the TikTok where someone actually put the song over a Target ad? No, I haven't, but I'm not surprised. It fits that perfectly. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was, I'm going to play the da first, da like, da three da seconds. Da 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 da. Well, one, that intro is fucking cool. It is cool. And then it changed the song completely. Wait, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Glee vibes. That's fair. And that's what you missed on Cleo! <laughs> music for a sushi restaurant. Music for a sushi so yeah, restaurant. I, I, I like it. I think it's music fun. Yeah, it's fun. I think it's kind of silly. It is I silly, like. but like fun. Yeah. Um, Late Night Talking. Uh, this is actually my favorite song on the album. Interesting. Mm. I really, really like this song, but it's not my favorite. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I just really dig the melody in the chorus. <gasps> Literally, I write... Um, Late night talking. A lot of fun. I enjoy muchly. The chorus is perfection. Uh, yeah, it really, it really, really is. The chorus is insane. It's, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> so good. It's so good. I'd probably say it's my second favourite on the album. Oh, see, I think the thing that's so funny about this album is that it's like, I found it to be quite divisive. Like, people all like it, but some people think it's the best album of all of them. Some people are like, no. Well, we're clearly right. Clearly. And then some people, like, whenever I see, like, I've track. I've one, one fan give a bad review. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I've never seen, I haven't seen anyone give a bad review, but I've definitely seen people be like, it's not my favourite of the three. Um, yeah. And then the, when I see, like, track listing, people listing their favourite yeah. order. Yeah. Um, every single one is completely different. Everyone has different songs that are their favourites, yeah. Oh, see, I love that. But yeah. obviously it makes it really difficult for him to pick singles and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, Harry, I love you and all that, but I think you picked the wrong lead single. I think Music for a Sushi Restaurant should have been the single. I think it should have been Music for a Sushi Restaurant or Late Night Talking. Yeah, fair. I think as it was, it was too same, same to his previous albums. That's really fair. Although I will say it was probably the most upbeat of all of them, um, all of the songs on the album. That's not true at all. And are you talking about as it was? Yeah, and it's not as upbeat as music for a sushi restaurant. It's not as upbeat as late night talking. It's not as upbeat as daylight. It's not as upbeat as daydreaming. I hadn't listened to as it was actually before. I hadn't listened to the single at all. The only thing I'd heard from it was like the TikTok um, stuff. As it was, and so listening to it on the album, I was like, I actually kind of vibe with this song. No, it's I a good song. It more than I just thought it was too similar to his past album. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, it could have been an Ariana Grande sweetener vibe. That's fair. Where her explanation for um, sweetener, for people I guess who don't listen to her, um, basically all her albums before sweetener were more pop focused, mm. and then um, sweetener onwards, her albums were more pop R and B focused. Yeah, R and B. Yeah, um, hip hoppy. I guess. Um, yeah. And then with the lead single for Sweetener, it was No Tears Left to Cry. Mm. And she said in an interview, the reason I chose No Tears Left to Cry as the lead single yeah. is because Transitioning. It was the, exactly, it was the perfect bridge between my past works 
in the direction I want to go in. Yeah, yeah. So it still had the hip-hop vibes near the middle end. end. Yeah. But the first half was very much... Um, right now exactly. I'm in a state of mind. Oh! The first half was the better half. I want to be Okay, anyway, what's the third song on the album? Grape Juice. I would put this down the bottom for me, but I didn't mind it. It's also grown on me. I liked it, but I would agree that it was a bit more low-key than the rest. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, And normally I hate it when there's the muffled voice. Oh, that's fair. In songs, but I didn't hate it in this. I didn't hate it either. And then it's As It Was. Yeah, well, we just, sorry, skipped ahead. Skip ahead. Um, Daylight. Oh, fuck, okay, how does this one go? I really like Daylight, but it li- I get it confused with Daydreaming. Oh, yeah. Daylight, I really enjoyed. I thought it kind of gave um more upbeat Frank Ocean vibes. That's fair. That's fair. I'd give you $30 if you knew what I... My reference I, was just then. I know I've heard of Frank Ocean, but I've never listened to any of his stuff. Did he actually ever release an album? Flew around my room before you, yeah, like multiple. Really? Wow. Anyway, yeah, Daylight gave me upbeat Frank Ocean vibes. It was very... Uh, it was very Italian countryside. Interesting. Hmm. I feel like the whole album... No, actually, that song specifically is... Interesting. Next song is Little Freak. Oh my god, this song was not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. I like the song. I don't love it. I don't think it's anything spectacular, but I can't help but laugh at the title. Oh my god, it's so funny. Is this the one that's this is the really sad one, right? Oh uh, uh, no, that's not a Jezebel. Does it have a really good bridge? Starry Haze, Crystal Ball, somehow you become some paranoia. A wet dream just dangling. But your gift is wasted on me. I was thinking about who you are, you delicate point of view. I was thinking about you. I'm not worried about where you are. I'm not worried about where you are. Yeah, it's delicate not. point of view. It's yeah. not sad. Maybe I just think it's sad because of the t- like the the tone. It's about Yeah, the tone the tone is low key. It's sad. The tone is ballady. The lyrics yeah. aren't necessarily sad. They're just about like a rocky start to a relationship. That's fair. I think. Um, yeah, that song was not at all. I was like definitely expecting some kind of like really sexy vibe, and then I've enjoyed wasn't. that more. Yeah, I probably would have too, but I didn't. I don't mind the song. I don't mind it. Um, Matilda is. This one is sad, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, this was a lot. I don't really listen to this song because it gets me down. <laughs> well, I, I, I. It's a good song, but it's it makes a very, me sad. very good ballad. Yeah. It's a very good ballad. Yeah. So yeah, I like it like that. That's fair. Next song is Cinema. <gasps> this song has also really grown on me. Like when I first listened to it, I was like, this is kind of stupid. And now I'm like, yeah, you pop when we. Fuck, how does it go? Some, I rock, you, I bring. <laughs> fuck, you pop when we get intimate. I like cinema. I don't. Yeah. I like cinema. <laughs> See, I like them all. I was just going to say the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. um fun i don't think it's anything spectacular but it's fun it is fun they're all fun uh daydreaming is the next one is this the one that's kind of slow at the beginning and then it gets really fast oh yeah i really like this one Mm. 
Fuck, I do really like this album. It's got really good vibes, you know. Yeah, it does have good vibes. I can imagine like having, you know, like drinking to that or something. Yeah. See, this whole album I feel like is just so, it's like, yeah, this could be played in a cafe because it's low-key but kind of upbeat. Oh, my God, this could be played at like a poolside party because it's just like really Mm. fun and upbeat. So it's just like, it's so versatile. It could be, it's good for anything. Harry's verse. Um, (laughs) Next song is Keep Driving, which I personally thought was amazing. I, yeah, this is the one that's just like the... It starts off really, really cute and adorable. Yeah. And then by the end, it's like sexy. It is sexy. And he's like, choke with a sea view and shit. Love that. Yeah. This is, a, this is a vibe of a song. I really like it. Same. This gives... This gives driving like road trip. Mm. Having an emotional talk with your bestie vibes. That's true. It does. You know? It does. Satellite is the next song. This is a vibe too. I quite like Satellite. See, I, I didn't at first. Yeah. As the song went on, I got into it. That's fair. And I, I thought, it's nice. It's good. But the ending is absurd. The ending is like the most chaotic thing ever. Is, is, this, is this the one that's like really slow and then it gets really fast and then it gets really slow and then it's like fucking balls to the wall? Yeah. Yeah. I vibe with that. <laughs> That's fair. Um, okay, the next song is another ballad. It's Boyfriends. This is my least favorite song on the Me album. Too. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I don't know why I don't like it. It just really it doesn't sit right with why. me. I'm like, it doesn't like it definitely stands apart tonally the most, but I also just feel you like uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's just the slowest and it's just like acoustic guitar slash. I don't think I actually have listened to it all the way through, so See, for me, I think it's just, there's three ballads on this album, and I think this is the worst ballad. Yeah, that's probably fair. I also just really don't like the fact how he's like, it makes me feel like he's mansplaining to me about how terrible boyfriends are, which I know is not necessarily right, because for all I know, he's complaining about his own boyfriends. Like, I I don't really know. Yeah, no, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's very much... Yeah, so it feels like mansplaining. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's that. like when um, a feminist take movie yeah. has a male director. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like this entire movie was about girl power. Yeah, and you're telling me it's directed by a man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Harry. I fucking love you a lot, but this was a weird choice again. Unless I you agree. are complaining about your own boyfriends, which I don't in which case is. probably that maybe should have been clarified. But you maybe you also didn't know anything. I don't know. Anyway, I don't like it. I'm I always skip it. It's the only song on the album that I skip. Yeah. Um, the last song on the album is Love of My Life. Mm. This is my favorite song on the album. Is it really? It is. Wow. I fucking adore this. Wow. I would put it up there. It's not my favorite. I think it's everything. Um, it is good. I think it's amazing. It's got such good like cinematic vibes. That's true. I can imagine it in a movie. I yeah. can imagine the music video to it. Like, oh, I don't know. And the instruments are so big. Yeah. And like sweeping and grand. I don't know. I really love it. Um, my note on it says it's, it gives like the album Melodrama by Lord. Mm. It gives those vibes. So it's kind of not surprising that I love it. That's fair. But um, no, that's my favorite song on the album, definitely. Interesting. I feel like just the title of it always just immediately makes me think of the Queen song with the same name, which you might not know. Sing it. Love of my life. I don't know the rest of the words. So that's wow, all I know. you're good. 
Thank you. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's, that's always the first thing I think of and I don't really think it can kind of like, I don't know if it necessarily kind of can compete with that song, which is why I always uh, like, I don't know. Interesting. Like it's a good song, but I just in my head compare it to another song. So. You're stupid. Anyway, um, <laughs> so as an album, I really, really enjoy it. It's good. It's I'd really like good. An eight out of ten. I literally added every single song except for boyfriends onto my playlist. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, it's really good to me. Apparently, the next single is "Late Night Talking," which is my surprise. I vibe with that. We'll be doing all that. Late yes. Night talking about anything you want till the. Morning. See, I am a slut. Yeah. For any song that has that broken. Yeah. Delivery. Yeah. Late night talking. That's I fair. fucking love any song that does that, which is why I'm obsessed with um about damn time by Lizzo at the moment. Iconic. It's about damn time. In, In a, a minute, minute, I'm gonna need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. Feeling pussy, working in my bloody pussy. Exactly. I don't actually know the words. I just. No, you got it right. Vaguely know like it from the TikTok, so I just sing along to what I think the words are. Those are the words. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, re- I I I love this album. Yeah, it's really good. It's very good, and I think it's my favorite out of his. And Harry, we're very excited to come and see it live yeah. next year. Am I kind of glad that he cancelled the Fine Line tour in Australia for this one? Kinda. <laughs> no, I wanted to go to both. Yeah, that's valid. Cute. Okay, well, um, we dedicate this next segment to Harry Styles. Do we? Which is, we're going to do a mini Sprite challenge. Oh, God. Because I want to know how hard it is. Okay, well... Is it still relevant? Maybe not. Well, I'm sure, because I've been... I saw TikToks of this, like, two months ago, whereas Nick was just like, oh, my God, I'm getting all these videos on my TikTok feed about this. Let's do it. So who knows whether or not it's still relevant. I'm not seeing it at the moment, but that doesn't mean it hasn't come back. She really said, I'm ahead of the curve. Curve. I think it's curve, yeah. <laughs> I'm ahead of the curve. Yeah. And you're slow. Yeah. Uh, okay, well. Anyway, I- what? Okay. Well, Are we just going to like straight up do it here? You can't vomit in this room. I I'm not going to vomit. Mad. That's why I got the little cans. So the real Sprite challenge for people who don't know is basically sculling a 600 milliliter bottle of Sprite mm. and not burping the entire time. Mm. I think both of us would probably vomit if we did that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I got us 250 mil or 375 mil sprites I'm cans. I'm not concerned about burping. I think there are way bigger things that we need to be worried about with this challenge. But well, I just want to <laughs> give a really great burp. Um, That's fair. Uh, should I get like a bucket? No. Because I am concerned. If you're going to vomit, stop. I'm not going to – no, it's not about vomiting, but what if I, like, choke and spray? If you get a lemonade on my equipment, if I you choke will and spray, not be friends with you anymore. I'm not going to get it on oh, your yeah, equipment. Look what you did. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll be fine. Okay. Can you open on – I'm scared. Do you need me to open it for you? No, it's okay. Also, side note, um, Sprite now has – I'm really scared. I kind of need to wee too, so this seems like a... Sprite now has 50% fake sugar in it, like Splendor. Oh, no. You're allergic Stevia, to that. Stevia, and I'm allergic to it. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm going to have real tummy issues later, but it's worth it for um, finding out how hard this challenge actually is. <laughs> I don't want to do this. You do it in your own time, don't you? You just don't burp. Oh, I don't... Like, yeah. you do it as quickly as you can. Well, I've been seeing people do it as quick as they can, so that they don't... But you can stop. Oh, can you? And breathe. You just can't burp. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, this is going to be easy. 
Yeah, you got to finish it and then you can burp. Ready? Okay. okay. Set, You're scared. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't started. <laughs> mm. This is really lemony. I can feel it building up. Oh, no, I'm about to burp. This isn't going well. I've taken like two sips. It just keeps coming up. <laughs> I can't do it while I'm looking at Nicholas. <laughs> Guys, I don't think this is healthy for you. Why is this so this lemony? Hurts. It's Sprite. I don't remember Sprite being so lemony. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> it really does like get Oh my caught. god, that hurt. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I'm I have only, about a third left. I'm only like a quarter in. <laughs> You pussy! I am! I'm just, I couldn't stop laughing. Well, at least I sculled two thirds. My belly is definitely bubbling already, though. Oh, can, you can taste fake sugar, fake sugar, right? I wouldn't say that I can taste it, no. I'm only getting lemon. They recently changed it. The only um, Coca-Cola brand soft drinks that don't have fake sugar in it now is Coke. Mm. But they changed it so that Sprite, Fanta and all that now have... Half fake sugar so that the um, health star rating goes down. Mm. Me with the fun facts and the big burp. I don't want to do this just because I'm very uncomfortable drinking this much Sprite in one go. <coughs> That's why I really wanted to do it, to get some great ASMR burps. I'm not going to lie, I'm wearing the wrong shirt for this. I can't believe you have to burp. This shirt is too tight. <sighs> I've let two massive ones rip. <laughs> I'm only halfway through. Uh, and the little baby one. Are you only halfway through? Mm-hmm. Is your esophagus the size of a pinhole? Yeah, probably. I, I do feel like... very much like I need to burp, though. <coughs> we'll be doing all that late night talking. This, I, oh, I can't breathe now. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. One of us needs to do it. Ugh. Come on, I'm gonna you can vomit. Do it. I believe in you. Cause I'm, I'm like this far yeah. down now. You are so slow. How is it possible? Well, I'm doing it slowly so that I don't burp. That see for me that was worse. Every time I stopped, it just kept coming. No, because if I take too big a sips, it all just like gets stuck and it hurts. And then I'm like, why would I keep going? I just want to give up. Me at life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can I play some music or something? No, I'm... I was living for the ASMR. Fine. <sighs> glug, 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 glug. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit too intimate. Is everyone else really confused at how long it's taking Maddie to drink this one can? <laughs> Don't make me laugh, I'll burp. Oh. How is there still more? Ugh. Are you done? No. Holy fuck! <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> your, your burp that sounded like a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I got really close. There's only this much left. Only? Yeah. Guys, there's like a fifth left. That's a lot. There's one finger. 
Oh, it's all still in my tummy. Well, there you have it, folks. Neither of us could do it. I got way closer than Nicholas. I got closer. I got... (laughs) If you vomit on your equipment, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) I had a a pie before this. Ew, I don't want to know that. This is all bad. I don't want to know that. Uh, I feel hot. I feel sick. (laughs) Homie's having hot flashes. I am. Uh, That was so uncomfortable. But I need to try again. I will be victorious. Brings it back to the beginning of the episode. Anyway, buddy. Wow, now it's time for what the fuck of the weeks. Oh, I don't want to. I want to go to sleep now. That sounded wet. That sounded even wetter. Um, wet I wetter. haven't gotten a really big one like you did. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I must have refreshed that I'll screen, memory. I'll screen record it and like make a Tinder profile and the only thing is a video of you burping. Okay. Um, that will definitely attract the right type of man. Exactly. Wow. Now it's time for our What the Fuck of the Weeks. <sighs> okay, we, we obviously have to do a follow-up to this next week. What, and try again? Yeah. But let's have a better one. I don't want Sprite. Let's do Sprite. Well, I think Sprite is meant to be more bubbly. <laughs> Stop it. Now I'm going to keep burping. Okay. <clears throat> what the Fuck of the Weeks. My What the Fuck of the Week this week is... Straws? That are the exact length of the cup. And there are two mouthfuls left. That's devastating. Yeah, I don't like that because then they fall in. Well, I had my coffee today and they gave me a straw and it like just like two millimetres came out of the the lid. Yeah. And I was like, how am I meant to drink this classily and elegantly and look Mm. like the rich woman I am Mm -hmm. if I have to like, like, or like... Pull it out or like stick, you know? Right. There's no elegant way to one handedly Hand. sip a cup when the straw goes right to the edge, you know? Yeah, I do. I, yeah, it's yucky. It's so that's my of the week. What's yours? I don't have one. Well, you need one. I don't have one. Have we done a, an episode since Labour won the election? Mm mm. Okay, well, Labour won the election, mm-hmm. and my what the fuck of the week is a really exciting one, which is that we here in Brisbane have now got three. I know of the seats. four, three of the four, three of the four. Well, there's alleged. There's going to be another one apparently in Victoria, isn't it? What really? A Greens, isn't there a Greens in Victoria? Well, there is the Melbourne seat. Is was Greens, but it was already. Um, But there's still one in doubt, which is McNamara, but they think Labor's going to win that, sadly. Anyway, but all three inner-city Brisbane seats are now green, which is fucking iconic of us. Imagine us, last election, being the whole reason Liberals got in power, and now we've given the Greens the most successful election they've ever had. So you're welcome, world. You're welcome, Australia. Truly. Green revolution is now. Queensland went from memes about using a saw to cut Queensland out of Australia. we did. All the way to being called Greensland. Greensland. Wow. What a full circle full character circle. arc for us in just three years. It's about damn time. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> um, anyway, Maddie, what are your socials? Um, I don't want to talk. Lady Alice 101 on Instagram, um, YouTube, Twitter, um, at Harness Creation on Instagram and TikTok. 
harnesscreation.com.au. Yeah. Oh, my God. New website. New so website. Exciting. It looks, it looks really good. good. Um, if you want to follow the pod, you can at WTFH Podcast on Instagram, TikTok. If you want to follow me on Instagram, uh, on TikTok or Twitter. <laughs> and I see how it's called Suchi. Um <sighs> Also, with links down below. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The what the fuck is happening? The podcast. Bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.